Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast, and now, here's Neil! Hi Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional, how are you doing sir? Fantastic, number 73. 7-3, it's a wow. big show. Big what, what, already? Right out of the, right out of the gate, here we go. I tell you, he likes to get it done early and then and go know, home. Goes home. Wants to get between the sheets by 8 o'clock, I guess, huh? Well, you know, the <laughs> wife has him on a short leash, I guess. I get it, Mr. Trumpeteer. The fan, What's going on? The fanfare is for our 29th country. 29 countries. 29 countries. We have new listenership in Saudi Arabia. Wow. So how would you say listen in now, Arabic? This is also... Uh, Astami! 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 This is our second Arabic uh, country, by the way. The last, um... I think we're starting to trend in the Middle East. <laughs> exactly. In the whole Mediterranean India, region. India, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Which India has now stagnated at 46 listens. So come on, India. Show Saudi hope, Arabia what it's all about. I hope you're listening. I got, the, I got the air quotes, by the way. We, do we know what that is? <laughs> the air quotes. <laughs> How do you do air quotes in Arabic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All, All right. right, so number seventy-three, you got um of the uh, on the top hundred twelve albums of the de- last decade. Uh, this is from the um, two thousand fourteen release, "Songs" by John Fulbright. What now, what an innovative title! Now you might remember John Fulbright because he was his album um his two thousand twelve release, "From the Ground Up" was number eight. That's right, Scotty, number eight on the top and and just uh, top albums of the decade. A reminder to our listeners that. These numbers and your list, we are going down. So Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, so these are ones that you're getting to the point where, eh, all right, eh, they're kind of, well, eh, right? Because... I, no, this is that. So they're I, getting I worse. They get, they're which, all good. Which they're after, all, they're, they're, after they're last gems. week, I don't know how they, it could be any worse, <laughs> but go ahead. This one's kind of mellow. You like John, Ful- I think you like John Fulbright, but go back and listen to his first album, the 2012 release. Uh, from the ground up, as well as this one's songs. They're both kind of uh, nice. This one's really mellow, mellow him, and, him and acoustic guitar. You may continue. Very nice. Troubadour-ish thing. Yes, yes, yes. Well, last episode, you mentioned that Rob Thomas like had one hit, and nobody would really know who he was. Right. Right? I, well, well, I looked some things up. As a solo artist, he has five adult contemporary top ten hits and a number one hit. Street Corner Symphony is probably one you would know. With I don't think Sa- I do that. With, Santa- okay. with Santana. Okay. No, number one hot 100 hit with Smooth. I think right. we all know that. Love that song. Love with, that it, song. with his main band, Matchbox 20. He uh-huh. had a number one hot 100 hit. And in the U.S. adult top 10 charts, he had 13 songs and four number one songs with Matchbox 20. Wow, they were Push, hot. 3 a.m., Real World, Back to Good, Bent, If You're Gone, Unwell. What, what, when is he eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> Uh, you know what? Because that's where you're going with this, really. If, if, oh, I'm no. going to tell you right now. If Rob Thomas ma- and Matchbox 20 makes it into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm done. You're, my you're podcast done with is it? over. That's it. I'm, well, not, I'm done. That wasn't <laughs> my it down. point. My point was going to be just that you said he had one song. And even that one song is so much better than that depressing, pretentious drivel you recommend. So 
There we go. Oh. I, and it's, I, I like Rob. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Rob That's Thomas. I want to make. I want to make that clear. He's just not in the j- musical greatness genre, or not. Not. not you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree, but I. Oh. I think I agree with Larry. He can write a good pop song when he wants All to. Right. All right. Uh, more feedback from the listeners. Yes. Never use Old Bay on crabs. What? Right. Um, I'm hearing that J.O. Spice is much better. So that, uh, that's all, a company, well, J.O. Yeah. They, they make a proprietary blends for different restaurants. Captain yeah. Neighbor Jeff uses it. Really? A junior executive we know uses it. Oh, then so, stop right there. <laughs> so, yeah. So Old Bay is, is number one in your mind, but apparently J.O. Spice is coming on strong. It's used by J. a lot of people. Oh, Now, is J.O. Spice the name of the company or the, or the name of the spice type of... Uh, that is the company. The company. So if I go if I go to Jo Spice and look at online, which I'm sure I could do, maybe they'll sponsor us one day. I don't know. I'm just trying to plug maybe. <laughs> you, you want number forty three Spice Blend? That's kind of where I was going. So, so and it it says like a crab type of spice blend, right? Yes, absolutely. Are, are there Jo stores? I've never heard of this place. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, Scotty, you bring something to the podcast. Come with. You know, please. I mean, yeah, you broke down Rob I'm, Thomas, for goodness sake. You can't break down spices. I love spices. Coming up next week, our Mount Rushmore of spices. I love. I do like spices. S. Lisa, when we go to like a, a store and I get, I get, I get in the spice aisle, I, I get kind of mesmerized because I'm looking for something new. <laughs> Very nice. Other feedback uh, from Sister Jody. Yes. She is vehemently against Neapolitan anything, like ice cream. Oreo, whatever. Really? She does not like that. I, I, I did. Now, was was the um? Does she does she like the strawberry or? I mean, I could, how about vanilla and chocolate? Just that that's strange. Is that okay? I think she didn't like any of them for some reason. Oh really? I don't know. You know, I had to live with her for a long time. I don't. I don't, I don't just don't get her. Now, have you, have you had those little sugar wafer cookie crackers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have it. Chocolate, yeah. vanilla, strawberry. Those are phenomenal. Exactly. They're the best. Yeah, so I don't know. I I think we need to move on from this because now now we're both getting upset. I I I just don't get it. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, what's not to like? Vanilla chocolate strawberry. <laughs> right. Oh the, oh, the crowd doesn't like that either. What's not to? All right, continue. Let's move on to some uh, COVID sports. The yeah. World Series, if anyone cares, is going to start to happen. That starts tomorrow, yes. It, it's the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers versus the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa Bay Rays. Now, apparently these are the two best teams left. That's and correct. at the beginning of the shortened season, everyone mm-hmm. said these two were the best teams. So I think it played out the way everyone would hope or expect, maybe. Everybody, everybody had Tampa Bay there? I, no. I I saw some things with uh, Tampa. I mean, they were in the, the best pitching, but yeah, but they. I think I think it was. I mean, the yeah, they did a nice job in the Yankees. They shut the Yankees down. Which now, Neil, we should not try to break down sports. Remember? Oh, you're right. Sorry, so, Yellow. So we're we're just going with what are our predictions for All the right, World I, Series? I got the Dodgers in six. You know what I have written down here? What's that? The Dodgers in six. Scotty, why do we do this? We it's uh, we should just pick something different so we have something to talk about. Wow. Well, at least you know we'll go down if it, when we're both wrong, we'll be we both be wrong together. Because... <laughs> and we're gonna go down together. Right. 
Speaking of sport, speaking of sports, I did, I do have a biking update. Remember, I kind of um. Oh yeah, yeah. Went biking, but I was like, we, you first, had some we took, issues. We took, we took last week off for the for the holiday, but I was two weeks ago. I went biking and I had some issues with the plumbing. The next day, well, I went biking again this weekend. I see an Oak Canal. Um, did a little longer ride, which was very nice. A little, it was beautiful out. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm kind of into this. But guess what? Plumbing was fine. Everything was good. Oh, thank goodness. You know so what? It was just. So I so I could continue my biking and I'm uh, I'm very happy. Well, that's good. I'm glad everything worked out for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad everything flushed its way through and that it didn't happen on the trail. Exactly, exactly. Neil, let's move on to the OC Bombers podcast news desk. Okay. Here we go. Uh, oh, that, hey, we got a little music there. So as you know, with the COVID protocols in place, we're supposed to wash our hands, wear a mask, physical distance, sneeze and cough into your elbow. But Neil, yes, is it bad to hold in a sneeze? That's the title of our first story tonight. <laughs> bad things happen when people hold in their sneezes. You could get really? a fractured larynx, Ooh. acute cervical pain, Ouch. facial nerve injuries as well. Ouch. Now, Dr. Michael Benninger, an ear, nose, throat doctor out in Cleveland, says he's seen patients with a ruptured eardrum or pulled back muscles and cracked ribs. From holding in a sneeze. From holding in a sneeze. Now, a big sneeze, like one of those big whopper sneezes. Right. Stuff can blast out of your nose at 500 miles per hour. So basically, you're trying what? to suppress that. <laughs> So 500 miles an hour? That seems a little bit... Uh, <laughs> no, and it can blow out up to 10 to 12 feet. That's why uh, we have the physical distancing and stuff. Right. So this doctor says sneezes aren't meant to be caged. So the advice is don't hold in a sneeze. Have you ever held in a sneeze and it hurt? I, I have, but I, I want to tell you that Lisa is a big... She kind of holds in her sneezes. She's one of those people. Oh, that's... Oh. Now, she we asked... Like, when I first started going out, I was like, why do you do that? <laughs> Like she, and she, and she said, she says she had a teacher, like an elementary school teacher that did it. So it was like the most dainty, polite thing. And she thought it should, and she would do it. So that's why that was her at the time. There was this, uh, now that we mentioned this, there was this girl in high school that she okay. would always hold her nose when she sneezed, no matter what. And it would always be like, <laughs> and it's like, you got to let that out. It was this high pitched whine. Right. And you know what? We never saw her senior year i think her head exploded like, her head exploded like in that movie scanners <laughs> boom so don't hold wonder, in your sneezes I, I, I wonder i mean this might explain a lot about lisa why she's still with me because um she's holding her sneezes and maybe she has some brain damage and that's why she's like thinks i'm wonderful it's the neil effect of holding in your sneezes Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, Neil, second story. Here we go. Next story. This is called Harshmallow. 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 You know Peeps, the Marshmallow Peeps? Oh, love them. Love Peeps. You're not. You're not. You're not a fan. Uh, I can eat them, but not. You no. Know, By the way, really. there's no, just uh, just no production of Peeps for Halloween. They're kind of uh, because of the COVID related. They, they, oh, they, oh, did they, you write this story? Oh, I'm sorry. Is this where you're going? Right. So they shut down production for Halloween, Christmas, and Valentine's Day next yeah, year. Yeah. Okay. I read this. Beca I love peeps. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> well, you know, because of the coronavirus, they uh, production was halted. 
Uh-huh. Um, so they're doing limited production right now, but it's all to get ready for Easter next year. Everything is focused on getting those peeps ready because that's their biggest season. Sure. But they're saying that they will get all of their regular, lovely, wonderful peeps back online by Halloween of next year. That, wait a second. You're saying so Easter of 2021, will there be peeps on? on yes, on the there, okay. there will be all peeps. Right, all right, all right, I want to and then we'll, then they'll get into a regular next. Yes, regular then thing. they'll get back into it. I mean, where would I be with, with without St. Patrick's Day peeps? I mean, what's gonna what am I gonna do this St. Patrick's Day? Oh, <laughs> oh the um, the cherry uh, lemonade peep, uh-huh. not good. Now, um, Fruit punch peep, not good. I I do like I I um I'm a fan of the flavored peeps better than the flavored Pringles. Oh oh, I would rather I do get like Pringles. the flavored. I, I do like the flavor peeps because I like the, sh- the the sugar crap, but um, yes, it's all good. And my our friend John Thompson, a frequent listener of the podcast, I meant to t- I, I do I had to talk to him about this. I didn't talk about it because he's his big deal is that he will go. He's got a time right when to go to Walmart or Target to get the 75 percent off peeps. Just knows when that that, that level is just right to go to go three, three days after the holiday. Right? <laughs> it depends. It depends on the holiday in the store. He's oh got. He's got. A, I'm sure he's got a chart. He's got. A, he's got of all Montgomery County. Now, Neil, there's no word on if the coronavirus has impacted the production of circus peanuts. I hope not. <laughs> but I have in my hands from my latest visit to uh-huh. Eileen and Bud. Eileen got oh. you some circus peanuts. So next oh. time I see you. Right. And we're doing this remote today. Thank you, Eileen. That's really sweet of you. Well, these <laughs> these are good until April 4th. 15th, 2092. So they'll they'll keep. They'll keep for you. Oh, on to our next story, Neil. Thank you, Eileen. This is about a Brazilian surfer. A Brazilian surfer. Maya Gabriela. She now has the world record for surfing the largest wave surfed by a woman. Okay. She broke her own record by surfing a 73 and a half foot wave in Portugal. Wow. Wow. Now, now this happened back in February, but it took a while to verify the height of the wave. They brought in the University of Southern California wave science team and uh, <laughs> uh, Oceanography uh, Institute. And they did all these measurements, something, you know, like Eric Lynn or Rob DeMio would do. Yeah. Uh-huh. to verify how big this wave was. And she said, she described the moment in this way. The wave was pretty special, although it was terrifying as well. <laughs> 73 and a half feet, Neil. Do wow. you do you like uh, body surfing or boogie boarding or anything like that? Yeah, I, I not anymore, but back in the day I could do it. I, I, I haven't done it in a number of years. I'm getting a little bit older now, but when back in the day with the, with the, with the kids, yeah, all the time. But not seventy three. Not not seventy three. I would no. love to see that. Surfs up, dude. So what is the what is the record? What is the record overall record? Do you do you, do you have that information? I do not have that information. Once again, yet. I got Rob Thomas. Is like, yeah. a- <laughs> but you know what, Rob Thomas? I bet you he surfed a twelve foot wave. He rode the wave to number one on exactly. top of the charts. All right, Neil, I need to take a break. All right, very good, man. Refresh my drink, and uh, uh, we'll come back. Refresh your that's good. And, and also, yeah, pee time. Sounds good. We got some more coming up after the break. Bye-bye. Do you suffer from constipation lasting seven or more days? Actually, I do. Who has time to eat fiber anymore? 
then you need OCB laxatives. Hi there, it's me, Larry McLaughlin from the OCB Podcast. When my bowels get backed up worse than traffic on East 34th Street from FDR Drive to 5th Avenue, I use the new OCB laxatives. It's liquid Roto-Rooter for your intestines. That sounds great, but how does it taste? It tastes wonderful. Like a cross between a Necco wafer and circus peanuts. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy. OCB laxatives contain a special proprietary blend of all natural and artificial substances that will really get things moving. OCB laxatives cleaned out my constipation faster than a hundred yard meter sprint by Hussein Bolt. Once OCB laxatives have done their job, I use the OC bidet to give the Olé undercarriage a good spritzing. I used to have a mix of prunes and castor oil for breakfast. Now, I just have OCB laxatives. Call 1-800-OCB-POOP to start getting relief today. Please see a doctor if OCB laxatives do not provide relief within 38 minutes. So, Neil, do you think Rob Thomas could ride the biggest wave while eating a peep? I think so. <laughs> I mean, he would be awesome at that, right? And he'd be, and he'd be number one at it, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, he's Rob Thomas. He's the best. <laughs> and we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Amazon, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, Listen. and Stitcher. Astame. Little Astame for you in there. Neil, we got some more stories here. The next one is entitled, Do Not Take the Subway. Do not take the subway. The Irish Supreme Court ruled the bread used for sandwiches at Subway cannot be legally defined as bread because it contains too much sugar. Shocker. (laughs) Over in Ireland, there's a special value-added tax that goes Uh on to sweets and snacks and things Uh like that. And so this franchisee was trying to get out of paying this tax. And they said, well, let's take a look at the bread. And they're like, well, hold on. Wait a second. No, you do have to pay the tax because it's not bread. It's 10% sugar. Is that a, a Irish law? Is that is that like a, a bread law? Oh, it's it's <laughs> well, bread laws are universal, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> so they did they the cor- so for example, like bourbon, bourbon has to be 51 percent corn, right? Cor- that, correct to be called bourbon. That's correct. So there's a a rule. Let's call it the OC Bomber Podcast rule. Okay, so there has to be 10 percent in the. Well, actually, it has to be 2% or less sugar to be defined as bread. Oh, really? And it has 10%. And it has 10%. So you're basically eating sugar when you eat at Subway, Jake. And and when, I mean, also, and is that turkey really, I mean, what's in the meat? Oh, We just got to the bread. Have have they diagnosed what's in in those meats and cheeses? (laughs) No, it's it's a slurry of some form, pressed and colored, right? Okay, very good. Bottom line is the the appeal was rejected. They had to pay the tax. And we all know Jersey Mike's is better. 
right? That's that is correct. But you know, the, the thing about here's the thing I say about subways. I don't go to subways, but if I'm like in a place on the road, I have nothing. I know what I'm going to get because it's the same in Ireland as it would be in Maryland. I would think, right? Uh, on the Jersey Turnpike, it's going to yes. be the same slurry exactly. and sweet bread. Exactly. So I so it's it's a it's it's, it's a given. I know what I'm getting. So I, I would eat it in a pinch. And Neil, do not get Bud and Eileen started about how good Jersey Mike's is. Oh, we're on board. I'm on. Hey, but oh, no, I'm, oh, no, I'm, no. I'm on board on Jersey. No, I, listen, buddy. I mean, do they get? Do you get Mike's way? I, I'm talking. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to Bud and Eileen. <laughs> well, of course they do. But listen, that's like an hour long conversation when you oh, bring really? up Jersey Mike's. So just tuck in for that. <laughs> Oh, Neil, we have another story. What's that? It's entitled Selfies. Selfies. Now, you know how to take a selfie, right? I Well, you have long arms. You're good at that. But go ahead. <laughs> a Malaysian resident noticed that their phone temporarily went missing. The device turned up in his yard loaded with new photos, including some selfies snapped by a monkey. No. <laughs> I, know, I know how you feel about monkeys. Angry monkeys again. <laughs> the man said he believes a, mon- <laughs> a monkey came into his house while he was asleep, took his phone, played with it, snapped some selfies and some videos. One video of him shoving it into his mouth because he's a monkey. He's an angry monkey. Oh, I, I hate him. <laughs> so he said, this is something you might see once in a century. And I'm going to guess, based on the stories we've had on the show before and the population of monkeys, this happens more often than we think. I think so. Because monkeys, they are going to take over the world at some point. Well, well, duh. I mean, that's just Charlton Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) And and listen, we really do need to start our punk band, Hungry Angry Monkeys. Hungry, yes. One day. <laughs> monkeys and selfies. What would those monkeys do I next? Mon- I hate those monkeys. They're going to take over. I was just asking <laughs> Kelly tonight at dinner, what would ha- what would happen if we introduced, you know, like half a dozen monkeys into the ecosystem here in Monrovia? <laughs> like, would they take over? Would the hawks pick them off? Would, <laughs> would, they, would they battle the snakes? They would dominate the squirrels, I would think. Exactly. They'd probably be in your pool a lot. Oh, in the pool, taking my (laughs) cell phone, taking selfies. Who needs that? Taking liberties with, with, yeah, who knows? (laughs) And on that note. Those monkeys. Neil, the most incredible way to use Coke you have never tried. Okay. I'm talking about Coca-Cola, not the other white powdered Coke. Yeah, okay. And this is not, you know, using it for birth control. That's a myth. That doesn't work. I've never heard that before. Oh, you didn't go to TJ in nineteen in the mid eighties. No, the, oh. that was well. Diet <laughs> that was thing. Diet Coke. Well, that was everybody's like, yeah, right. Whatever. Shut up. Um, maybe you have heard of using Coke as a household cleaner, like in your toilet, or to dissolve a nail, or you can use it to bake cake and brownies. Yeah. Have you ever had a Coca-Cola cake? No, but I've used I've seen I've seen it used in baking and cooking. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Eileen used to make this great Coca-Cola cake really? and it had this great sickening sweet icing on top. You can't use Pepsi for it. Yeah, I'm not a big Pepsi. We can go. We, you know, we, I, we, we I would al- I would allow RC in the Coca-Cola cake. Sure, I, I sure, would do sure, that. Sure, sure. But that's a great cake. I haven't had that in a while. 
Coke. Mm. I've never even heard of that, by the way. Uh, so as, as you know, Coca-Cola has a secret recipe in a vault sure. locked somewhere down in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh-huh. But did you know Coke can transform your hair? What? Now, I know I don't have hair. You have nice long hair now. Uh, yeah, so yeah. pay attention to this. We'll say it's, it's neither nice nor long. <laughs> <laughs> So according to Seventeen Magazine, you can use Coke as a hair rinse. And here's what it does. Do tell. It smooths out your hair. Okay. And it adds texture. There's Ooh. something in the pH balance of the soda, and it's very acidic, so there's going to be less frizzies if you rinse your hair in Coke. And wow. it helps coat your hair to prevent electric, uh, you know, electrostatic charges. Less frizzy. You know what? I'm going to buy this. I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm, I think it's true. I'll and, try it. And Neil, Neil, it gives your hair more volume. So, know, ma- maybe. so, so maybe on top. This is on. This is in Seventeen magazine. Yeah, I believe everything in Seventeen magazine. Don't you? Why would it? I mean, though. Here's the thing. Why would it wouldn't tell like um like you know seventeen year olds to do this if it wasn't at least safe i mean i'm not saying it's gonna work but it's but like my hair's not gonna fall out (laughs) well at this point what do you have to risk right the risk is not that much this is this is true wow okay now this this doesn't work with pepsi only coke and not diet coke regular coke regular regular coke okay using coke on your hair will save you from a blood sugar rush an acne breakout and a restless night's sleep so use it on your hair and Neil, remember, Diet Coke is going to kill you. I know you you keep on telling me that it's going to kill you. So just stop. I, won't put, I will not put. I will not put that in my hair. In your long, luscious locks of hair. They need the long, luscious, or locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have one more story, Neil. It's called Black Licorice. Black Licorice. According to the Associated Press, we like to call it the AP in the business, <laughs> a 54-year-old man in Massachusetts died last year after consuming an excessive amount of black licorice candy. Doesn't, supr- doesn't surprise me, but could continue. <laughs> I would die after one bite. Okay. I mean, plus it's in Massachusetts. <laughs> well, anyway, he passed away after his heart stopped. And it's believed to be brought on by a regular excessive intake of black licorice. Wow. Ooh, oh, yeah. Black licorice contains glycerhizic, glycerhizic acid. It's a sweetening compound that can cause high blood pressure, heart rhythm irregularities, and potassium and electrolyte imbalances when ingested in large quantities. So you're saying large quantities. How much did this guy eat? Scotty, large quantities. How much did this guy eat? The man reportedly ate a bag and a half of black licorice daily for several weeks before collapsing. (laughs) Okay, daily. (laughs) A bag and a half. Daily. I was like, I mean, I I can sit down and eat a a bag of crap, you know. Yeah, but, but daily for two weeks, <laughs> I, I would tap out maybe halfway through the second day. Right. You know, I, you know, I, you know, it's not beyond me to eat a, eat a bag of crap. <laughs> That's better than eating a bag of sick. Exactly. But um, daily is tough. Okay. You know what? The black licorice, I wonder if it turned his uh, stool really dark, too. Oh, God. You know what I mean? 
And then if it was biking, it would have been awful. Oh, just awful. <laughs> the Food and Drug Administration warns it can be harmful in amounts found in as little as two ounces of black licorice per day when eaten consistently over a two-week period. Okay, this really confirmed. We got to get black licorice off the market. What, what is it used for? Maybe who, who really likes it? What? Really? And also, why would the heck we get the black jelly beans out of there also? <laughs> okay, so, so this deadly compound is also found in jelly beans and teas and other foods. So you're right. We, we do have to get rid of it. I, I recommend, it might be too late for this ballot, uh, uh, this election day coming up in a few weeks. And we got some other things on the ballot, ballot, yeah. Well, but a constitutional amendment outlawing and banning black licorice. I think that's something everybody can get behind and it would pass. Neil, what say I'm you? With, I, I'm, you know what? I think, I think one of us should run with that platform. Oh, we would but, win. But we could, we'll decide, like, you know, Scott, or, I don't know who's a president, who's a vice president. We can make that decision. Or maybe we'll just, you know, flip-flop every day. And then I can... think it should be a fluid situation. <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. Um, you'll have a question. Uh, Scott's in charge today. I don't have the answer to that question. Scotty, <laughs> what's the policy in this? I don't know. Ask Neil. <laughs> I don't know. He's listening to some music, not by Rob Thomas. <laughs> And Scotty, what's your what's your position on climate change? <laughs> oh, speaking of which, that's our last story. And oh, oh Neil, we're out of time. Oh man. Oh, too bad. So, all right. Well, I guess next time we'll we'll uh, come back with some more frivolity and fun for the folks. That sounds like a, ball, a blast. So, thank you. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download and listen. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.